No. What's your least favorite scary movie? Hey. Welcome to What's Your Least Favorite <laughs> Scary Movie? Podcast where we talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and the absurd, and all our favorite and least favorite scary movies. <laughs> because we believe every horror movie rightfully has its fan base, <laughs> and if we don't always get it. My name is Travis. <laughs> My name is Jesse, and I did not have a good uh, quote and to work with for this movie. Today we're saying hi. Hi. To follow us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you guys know the announcements by now, 100th episode, clip show, Patreon, merch. Yeah. That was my quickest one yet. Yeah, you got right <laughs> through that one. Um, also, both of us are, like, completely congested from, like, the fronts of our faces down through our throats. It's not the vid. Uh, confirmed. Confirmed, confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You know, if if I sound rough at any point, because I definitely feel it in my throat right now. Yeah, me too. I I think I'm okay. <laughs> I don't know. We're fine. We're fine. Okay. Yeah, I just I like I want to throw it out there because I started talking and I was like, oh, this is the most talking I've done today, and it's already starting to hurt. So yeah. So forgive us if we're sounding a little bit wonky today. I mean, it's been a year and a half. I think everybody knows by now that um, in the fall and the springtime, I constantly sound like shit. So I mean, people have been listening to this for over a year now, and people know that I'm always sounding nasally. So this is just my voice. I don't think you sound nasally. Oh, you don't? No. Maybe I'm just too critical about my own voice. You know what you need to do? What? You need to stand in the mirror. Take a big deep breath, roll your shoulders back, and say, hi. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, All right. Well, since you got the announcements out of the way, let's just go ahead and get the lunchtime poll from Heather's. Ah! Yeah. So we did a lunchtime poll. Jesse, you came up with this brilliant question. Who's your favorite Heather? Heather, 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 or Veronica? Veronica. (laughs) Well, people... (laughs) You all spoke. You made it loud and clear <laughs> that you guys all prefer Veronica. <laughs> On Twitter, 66% uh, voted Veronica. 17% <laughs> voted Heather. 17% also voted Heather. Uh, and I'm going to I'm gonna go based off of... And they may not have... This may not have been what they were meaning when they voted this, but top Heather, I'm going to say that's red Heather. Middle Heather, I'm going to say that's green Heather. Bottom Heather, I'm going to say that's yellow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chandler, Duke, McNamara. Yeah, so that's... how I envisioned it. 17 Chandler and 17 McNamara is what I've got here on Twitter. Duke got none. On Twitter, Duke got none. Unless you thought that you accidentally voted for her, then please let us know. Yeah. (laughs) On Instagram, this one's a little bit more... Simple. We have 78% Veronica and 22% Heather. Okay. And that one's the yellow Heather that got the 22. Okay. Okay. Love for McNamara. Appreciate that. <laughs> or all the other ones. I don't know. Tell me yeah. if I am wrong about that, please. <laughs> but yeah, that was our poll. Okay. That was a fun one. Yeah. All right. Now, let's talk about it follows. Yeah. Also a, a romp on the beach. Well, it, there mm-hmm. is a romp on the beach during this movie. Yeah, a couple actually. 
Yeah, you, yeah, you're right. Wow. Yeah, there are a couple of romps on the beach. This is a seaside horror movie. Fight me. Yeah, at points. <laughs> All right, it follows. This movie came out in 2014, kind of. Okay. Yeah, that's when it came out. Is it pronounced Cane Film Festival or Can? Can. Okay, the Can Film Festival on May 17th, 2014. However, if you watched this in theaters, you probably saw it around March 13th, two, uh, 2015, which is when it got its theatrical release here. Okay. This was directed and written by David Robert Mitchell. Okay. Cast, we have Micah Monroe playing Jay. Kira Gilchrist plays Paul. Lily Sepe. S-E-P-E. Probably should have looked that up. Sepe, Sepe. Okay, whatever. We got her name. She plays Kelly. Olivia Lucardi plays Yara. And Daniel Zavato plays Greg. Okay. Currently in the U.S., it follows is available for streaming on Netflix, or you can rent it through Vudu, Google, Play, YouTube, or Prime. All the usual suspects. Yes. Uh, music is done by Disasterpiece, and nice. I feel like this movie has a very unique score to it. Very, it does. it's very good at setting the tone for this movie. This guy actually did the music for a video game called Fez. He was primarily a video game composer beforehand, and then he did this movie, and I'm not 100% sure if this is accurate, but I think that kind of, like, opened the doors for him to, like, do more movie scores, because he's done a lot more since. I think, though, that kind of makes sense. I say music is just as important to the atmosphere of a video game as it is the atmosphere of a movie. Some. That game has, like, that's one of the things about that game is like the music is incredible like i can still like some of the scores in this movie sound exactly like the scores in the video game too it's kind of you know it's, it's fez this guy wears like a little fez hat okay. and it, it like opens a whole other dimension to him he's like a 2d sprite but then like he's wearing this fez and he's like oh i can shift things this way i don't know it's an interesting game i've played it a little bit uh all right Jesse, do you think this movie is budget or booked it? Um, I remember thinking it was like a very indie film at the time, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna go with booked head. Yeah, it's definitely booked head. <laughs> I just feel like the Peggy Hill. Uh, in my opinion, this is more of an indie movie. <laughs> in my, yeah, in my opinion, yeah, this is a. Uh, it was an estimated one million dollar budget. Damn. No actual. No actual concrete figures out there. But that's a fucking sneeze, you know? Like Especially in 2014. Yeah, that's barely anything. But you, I mean, if you think about it, you got like no-name people and these are like, there's not really a lot of effects going on. That's true. But, uh, you know, it, it can, I can see it being a cheap movie. But what do we have in comparison in 2014? Well, first off, this movie made 21.9 million. God damn. We're only like a third of that. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and on IMDb, it's 6.8. That's rude. That's a rude rating. That's pretty low, movie. right? <laughs> I I don't know. I think people feel very strongly about this movie one way or another. Either you love it or you hate it. Mm. I think that kind of reflects that right there. All right, in comparison, first off, we have the Babadook. 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 Dick. That came out November 28th, 2014. 
had a $2 million budget, and it grossed $10 million. Okay. Rating on that, 6.8. That's also very polarizing because people hate the little kid in there. I think people don't realize that you're supposed to hate the kid. I don't think... But then again, like it's so annoying that it also kind of fucks with your enjoyment of watching the movie because he is super annoying the entire time. I mean... Mm, nope, this is too complicated to unpack right now. Yeah, maybe one day we'll yeah, talk about that is, one. Because he's not, I mean, he's neurodivergent. You know what I mean? Like, there's different sets of behavioral problems that go along with that. But you're seeing it through the aggravated lens of a recent widow yeah. dealing with her own shit. It's just, I was just saying people fucking hated the little kid. Um People do, and that that's something that is like a whole other discussion because that's that's complicated. It is, and I'm not saying that like the kid sucks. Like I get the kid has problems, but you know I understand people not having fun watching that. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It, you know, there's some movies out there that handle serious things that aren't fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I totally understand. And other than that, I went with an actual romp. This one, See No Evil 2. Yeah! Yeah. That's, uh, for those that don't know, that's the movie that stars Kane, not Kane Hodder, but Kane, the wrestler from WWF. He is uh, who's now a right wing politician in Tennessee. Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, I'm a Knoxville people. (laughs) I've got family that lives down there. We were huge Kane fans. Did and they vote for him? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I mean, I don't know his politics, but if I saw him on the ballot, I would maybe consider I just off of that alone. I feel like I read that he's like a right-wing politician. He now. is. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I've read that too. Like, I looked it up, and I'm like, eh, I don't know. If I yeah, actually did some I, research. I started to look it up one time, and I was like, nope, not going to ruin my enjoyment of this movie. <laughs> just, I'm going to not do any research on it. <laughs> he's not that bad, I don't think, but he's But I don't know. I don't want to find out. That's fine. I, I, I've done the research. I got curious. Okay, I, okay. I don't remember anything super damaging, at I'm, least. I'm not. It, it's, Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he... Uh, and what, What's what's his character's name in that movie? It's Jacob... Jacob... Good boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's something, right? Good it's, son? It's something dumb like that. <laughs> I, here's the thing. Jake. I fucking love See No Evil 2, and I fucking hate the first one, and Travis is always trying to get me to watch the first one. I'm like, no, See No Evil 2. <laughs> See No Evil 2 is better. It See really no, is. The, the it's first the one, superior movie. The first one's fine. The first one's fun, too. It's maybe... That one should be more up your alley. Well, they're both kind of the same thing, like one location the other one's at the like morgue that one's at like the house that he lives in but there's a lot more of a young boy being abused in part one so i kind of prefer part two fair enough (laughs) that's fair well jesse that one had a estimated eight million dollar budget okay 1.6 million gross oh that's not surprising no it's not at (laughs) all How much of them? I'm very curious about this budget now. It's a Canadian film, right? Because it's got um, Homegirl from Ginger Snaps. Which movie? Is he No Evil 2? I don't Isn't think so. I, I mean, mean, it's got Daniel films, Harris in it, too. A lot. Oh, that's true. I don't know. A lot of films do film in Canada. I don't know. Yeah, because it's cheaper. Maybe I'm just talking out of my ass. It's fine. I don't know. I mean, I just, probably am. I know that if you film in Canada, you are required to have at least one Canadian 
on film. Maybe that's what it was. So that, I mean, possibly. That only has a 4.7 rating on IMDb. Mm, that's unfortunate. I totally get it. I get it. It's not for everybody. No, it's really not. It's one of those inexplicable ones that we love that I'm sure there are some people listening right now going, what? <laughs> yeah, I just dropped my notes. All right, Jesse. All right, Travis. Tagline. Only it, one. It follows? Well, no. <laughs> that, it, it, follows. it follows. It follows. It, just, it follows like increasingly tinier texts. <laughs> It doesn't think, it doesn't feel, it doesn't give up. You know what? That's fair. That's a fair uh, uh, tagline. I read that. I already knew what I was going to say, but in my mind, like my mind went into like autofill. Like it doesn't think, it doesn't feel, it doesn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, that's also true. Yeah, I think that's fine. You know, I don't know. I wish. I like it when, like, I, I get it and I'm happy for these people when they have movies that only have one tagline because it means that they know their shit. But I like having multiple taglines to unpack. Yeah. I mean, that true. that is true, though. Like, it's got kind of the rules of it, you know? It as in... Like, it, it doesn't think, it doesn't feel, it just it keeps coming after you. Wait, does it say it doesn't think? Yeah, that's that's wrong. They state in the movie that it's, it's slow, not dumb. but it's not dumb. Yeah, it does think. Holy shit, you guys fucked that up. That's like a whole point in this movie too. Okay, okay, okay. Like it Counter, outsmarts counter, them. Counterpoint, counterpoint. Yeah. You don't have to think to not be dumb. Cause think about how when the Roomba gets caught on stuff, I call it a dumb little vacuum, and you get really defensive and say it's not a dumb vacuum; it's a smart vacuum. Dude, the Roomba is super smart. <laughs> but realistically, it's a robot and it's not actually thinking. The only thing that's dumb about it is finding its way home. Like, it never remembers where it lives. Well, to be fair, we keep its charger in this room so the cats can't chew on it. So it can't find its way home. It's, it's closed off. Well, it doesn't You're know setting how to get, it up to fail. It, it doesn't even know how to knock on the door. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> I got some information on this. There's not a lot. I mean, there's a lot of shit out there, but like I went for like actual interviews to try okay. and get some like legit information instead of IMDb stuff. Yeah. But okay. This movie was inspired by nightmares that he had as a child. Round Oh fun. Like nine or ten years old. I've had these nightmares. Uh yeah. I mean, I have nightmares that stick with me. Like I remember one like when I was very young, it was about I've I've told you about this, I'm sure. Is it one of the ones we analyzed in our nightmare coverage? Yeah, I think it is. But I'll go ahead and just restate it here for all those who didn't listen to the Nightmare on Elm Street episodes. You should, they're fun. Yeah. <laughs> I um I had fuck, what's what was the name of that clown that was on like the morning T V shows? Uh Blippo. <sighs> No. Flippy. <laughs> no. Um, Bozo. Bozo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was actually Bozo? Yeah, it was Bozo the Clown. I don't know. You pull out random clown names around me all the time. I didn't think it was going to be something as basic as Bozo. Jesse, I don't have like a whole you do. bank of clown names you in my head. Do, you're you're occasionally, you're like, it just reminds me of the clown What's-His-Face from the 15-second show within a show clip on this episode uh, of, yeah. Nuh-uh. You do that all the time. 
I mean, the only other one that really terrified me as a kid was Zebo the Clown. That's Are You Afraid of the Dark? Which, that was a huge influence on me being scared of clowns. We should watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space. We should. What's Stitches? We should have a clown month. I like that idea. Okay. All right. (laughs) Anyways, back to my dream. So, Bozo the Clown, I'll wake up. Or no, I'm like in a dream and we're on like this spiraling like circle and he's on the opposite side and we're just kind of like spiraling and it's creepy. The only reason it's so creepy to me, like it resonated with me is because I woke up, I went into my mom's, like to see my mom in the living room and it's on the TV. So that was kind of freaky because I dreamed about it and then it was there in real life. You know what you really need to look up? What? Um, is a really funny YouTube clip. It was called Bozo Dubbed Over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm riding this fucking bike. I hope that's actually like an upload. <laughs> Gotta take video. a shit. <laughs> uh, okay, but he... Um, so he stood on the idea of his dream. His dream is basically just a thing that was like slowly following him. Shocker, that's the whole thing of this movie. But he stood on it for years, and he added the sexual element of passing it on through sex because he wanted it to be a thing that would like connect the characters physically and emotionally. Okay. Which, you know, I get. I mean, that does add like a layer to it. Yeah. The whole idea of something chasing you and following you nonstop is creepy enough, but, you know, spice it up a little bit with some sex. Always hurry up. Helps. Herbs. <laughs> and speaking of the rules of this thing kind of like we were with the taglines he has like an entirely different understanding of the rules than what is established i feel like i've seen him like screenshots where he's like debated it with people online Mm -hmm. i haven't seen anything like that he was just asked about it in the interview because he was asked about hugh is it hugh or huey petite huey (laughs) uh no it's hugh okay but actually what is it, like, Jeffrey or Jim or something yeah. dumb like that? So he was asked, like, if what he said was basically accurate. And then to him, he has the whole thing kind of, like, figured out about how it operates and just all of the rules. But he wanted to just portray in the movie what Hugh, like, says because that's all he knows based off of his personal experiences mm-hmm. and what all has been told to him. Like, it's more like based in the reality of that universe which yeah. i think is like a good way to do a take on it because you know that's what people would do with stuff like this like they would just like theorize about it and then just kind of like share that information and you know it kind of like becomes like a myth and things just kind of come out of like all these experiences but nobody really knows what's going on but i like that it's kind of like with stranger things like they had like the whole thing Maybe not the entire thing, but they had a lot of like background information about like they knew explanations for certain things beforehand. You know, just like a whole book. That way they can always reference. Yeah. I guess they call them like Bibles or whatever. You know. Oh, yeah. Like show Bibles. Yeah. Like yeah. where they can like go back mm-hmm. on stuff and just reference it. Yeah. Funny thing about this. Well, I think that I thought was funny is um, when he was making this or like was, you know, in the planning phases of like getting this out there for people to be interested he absolutely just completely avoided talking about it because according to him like an elevator pitch or like putting it on paper it sounds sounds like the stupidest fucking movie ever yeah and he just did not want to do that because nobody would be interested in it i specifically remember when we were gonna go watch it 
you know, it was one of those things that the office was like, what are you doing this weekend? And like 90% of the time we're like, oh, we're going to go see whatever movie. Mm-hmm. And on, you know, that weekend, oh, we're going to go see It Follows. What's that about? Um, This thing that follows people. Well, at the time, we didn't really know. I mean, that's just kind of what it it is. How would you explain it now? That's what I would say. Like, (laughs) it's about a thing. If I were to give, like, a rundown to, like, a person that didn't know what this movie is, I would say it's about these people who um, are constantly being followed by this thing that can transform into whatever it wants that is transmitted through sex. I don't know. Would that be spoiling it, though? What I just want to say, like, it's about this thing that's constantly following you. I don't know. To me, I think that that sounds interesting because the whole concept of something just following you terrifies me. Like, this whole thing. But I'm an easy sell. That's true. Um, But the way that he actually got this to people to get them interested, Mm -hmm. all he would do is just, like, he would send them a copy of the script and then he would send a lookbook along to, like, kind of guide the feelings of the movie just to let people know what it was going to be, how it would fill the tones and everything. So that's a smart way to do it. Yeah. And it is a very, like, visually interesting movie. Yeah, because, like, writing notes, I don't... This is probably one of my lighter note-taking events ever because... I'm just saying something for you because you... I don't... You take half the notes I do. Yeah, Already. I don't really I don't really take a lot of notes. And actually to my credit, I just write really tiny. Not a lot happens, a lot of it's visual. Yeah. Uh last thing, they had talks of doing a sequel, but nothing's actually happened. I like here's the thing. I like the universe of this movie and I'm never not gonna watch a sequel to a movie I like. Sometimes I will only watch the sequel and not the original. Um Yeah. <laughs> As we've we've already talked. Uh, But I don't know. I just think everything doesn't need a sequel. I agree. You know, this is fine as a standalone film. This is fine as a standalone film. I absolutely agree. I would prefer it, actually. Like, because he doesn't, he's stated before, he doesn't want to explore the origin of it. No. And I, like, and that's, you know, as you were talking about them having, you know, Hugh having figured out the roles that, um, as he understands them, as the people before him understood it. I'm glad, because I feel like that's something that we have to do in so many horror movies, especially with something that's, like, paranormal in nature, where it's a lot of the main characters, like, figuring out what the rules are for the killer. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of refreshing to not have to do it. You know, it's kind of like the newest um, Spider-Man movies. Where we didn't have to watch Uncle Ben die again. Yeah. Like we, there's only so many times that we really need to see it. Like, it's kind of nice to just jump into the middle of it. Like, we've seen Peter Parker get bitten by the spider. You know, we've yeah. seen Uncle Ben shot in the street. We can, let's let's just um, explore the universe from within. I prefer that most of the time because a lot of the times people like diving into the backgrounds of killers are like the root cause of things or you know they just want more information and most of the time that kind of ruins like the mystery is always more interesting yeah i mean like the thing it just exists i yeah like, i don't i mean let's take another famous it it, it. Uh, like 
I love Stephen King. I think everybody listening knows that. Whew, it's kind of messy. <laughs> All the explanations of it and how to kill it. And if you think the movie or the miniseries are convoluted, crack open that 800-page sucker. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, that one is that one is one where yeah, when like you, they don't even touch on like the turtle thing. I don't even really know about the turtle, but I know that there is like a cosmic turtle, yes. and that's yes, somehow like key <laughs> to everything that happens here. And like it's a wild ride, and I just know it's coming, and I strap in for it. But I'd, you don't want to look too hard directly at it. You know what I mean? I'm fine yeah. with not knowing the origin for everything. Granted, other people want to know where things come from. That's fine. That's cool. That's how scientists are made. But I, like, uh, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Not everything in movies, though. Yeah, let's just have some it would have. It would have definitely been better if it was just like a thing, kind of like this movie. I think that might have been one of the things that made me dislike it. Chapter two, because that one is like more about exploring its origin. Yeah, which kind of. Well, that's not the only thing. That movie. That movie just kind of fucking sucks. I've I've said it so many times, and I'll yeah, that movie sucks. All right, that's all the stuff I've got. Okay. Um, Jesse, how do you feel about this one? I feel very strongly in favor of. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it a nine point seven five. Nine point seven five. Wow. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really well done. I really enjoy it. I'm always immediately pulled into the universe of it. I like that everything's very ambiguous in terms of, like, time. You know what I mean? You don't exactly know when in history this is happening. Yeah. And I, I feel like I've heard that that's intentional. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the whole purpose of this is he kind of wants it to be in... He doesn't want it to be based in reality. Like, it's a nightmare, basically. We're witnessing a nightmare on screen. Yeah. Um. I love that this is one of those movies that you can have a lot of different interpretations of what's going on you can kind of see real life parallels to it which yeah. i think is always indicative of good art yeah so it, it's just one of those it's a really really good movie it's not gonna be a hundred percent of the time yes i want to watch it but like 95 percent of the time i will yeah okay so uh, yeah it's a it's a really effective movie uh i think i'm right there with you I'm going to give it like a 9.5. Okay. And I don't want to give it a 10. And I don't know why I don't want to. There's something about it that's holding me from calling it a perfect movie. But whenever I think about it, it does so much right. Like it does just the whole, like, I mean, I, I've said it so many times, like the whole premise of something just constantly following you is terrifying. And the way that they capture that in this movie is done so well. This movie does one of the things that I love the most. Like, it has shit going on in the background, and it doesn't call attention to it. Like, this is a movie where you can just pay attention to the background and see all of these interesting things happen. And, like, you can see what you suspect to be it just walking around. You never know. Like, because just, like, little details that are hidden throughout. Um, we'll probably talk about some of that. I've got some stuff set aside that we'll dive into Okay. Whenever we get there, because you brought okay. up something while we were watching it last night that he addresses. What and did I bring up last night? Well, we'll get there okay. and then we'll elaborate on it. But uh, yeah, I've got a quote from him that I was going to pull. 
Okay. But yeah, this movie, it really hits. Super creepy. Really enjoy it. 9.5. 9.625 is our starting average. Okay. All right. So are we ready to say hi? Hi. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Let's jump into this one. All right. Uh, we start off camera pan through a suburban street in the fall. Maybe. I don't know. I'm very confused about the season here. That was another thing that was intentional, I think. Like, the seasons change. (laughs) They wear coats the same day Jay goes swimming. I'm very confused. Don't people in California do this shit all the time where, like, you see people wearing hoodies, but then, like, you know, it's California. People are also, like, at the beach. Okay. Like, counterpoint, they're in Michigan. Okay. That's a good point, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Michigan is supposed to be super cold, so yeah. If... I mean, no, Michigan has hot summers, but you but know, if it's fall, if in the fall, it's you know. I don't know anything about Michigan. You probably have more experiences with Michigan than I do. I do. My right. family from elaborate there. then. What's fall like? I don't. I well, I was going to finish my sentence if you would have allowed me to. Um, okay, whenever no. we went up there to visit family, it was always in the summer. Oh. So Which you've never were, been in fall? Um, not to be morbid, but only for funerals. Oh, okay. So wasn't really focusing on the weather. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Well, moving on. Okay. Uh, this movie opens with a girl frantically running around throughout her little neighborhood. She's running around in high heels. High heels and silky pajamas. Is she wearing pajamas? I mean, those aren't normal, like... Hanging out clothes. Are you, are you sure? Yeah. I thought that that was like a going out <laughs> outfit. No. It's like a it's like a normal shirt and it seemed like normal. It was silky shorts with like a lace trim. Uh, okay, I clearly am out of my element. I don't know what I'm talking <laughs> about here. Yeah, either way, she's running around. She's panicking. Um, Dad's super confused. It's something's clearly like chasing her, but we don't see anything. Mm-hmm. She runs to her car, and then just drives off. So she's at the beach at night. It's presumably uh, Lake Michigan, um, which is fucking huge. It like when you're there, it looks like it could be the ocean, except it's freshwater. Lake Michigan. So, Lake Michigan. Okay. I, I would guess. I mean, there's other great lakes nearby. I do not know enough about geography to tell you for sure which ones. Mm. Um. Okay. So. She's there. It's dark. I always think beaches at at nighttime are terrifying. It's water's terrifying. Um, so add darkness to it. Nope, that's not good. Well, I think that the way that this is staged. So she's like sitting on the ground she, and she's sitting she's in front of her sure car. Making sure she drains that car battery so why whenever she, it catches up to her, she can't drive away again. Why is she doing this? I mean, she's given up. Yeah, clearly. But why? Why is she wanting? I think that she's just doing this so she has light so she can see. Like, she's got it pointed right at her. She's got the headlights on. She's just sitting on the ground. Uh, she decides to... Uh, oh, no, she her gets a call from her dad. Her and she, like, kind of says her last words to him. Yeah, like, Apologize sorry for being, for being a little shit. shit. <laughs> then we cut to the next morning, and she is dead on the beach, and her legs are broke. Like, in half. Like, it's bad. Torn it's, open. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a grisly scene. Uh, so then we cut to Jay's house. She's cleaning the pool, getting some of those dead fall leaves out of it so she can go swimming. Oh. 
My note said is cat, and I can't remember what it was, but then I see further down, I wrote, she's watching the squirrels on the power line. What? <laughs> For like a really long time, she watches the squirrels oh, running back so and so she's forth. behaving like a cat. Yeah, so okay. it's like she's a cat. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's in water. Well, Scout, Scout likes water. Scout loves the water. Yes. Scout okay. likes to feel like a jungle cat when she's in the water. That's true. This is like, this is Scout right here, just kind of like floating in the water, just watching squirrels. Yeah. Well. Her sister Kelly comes out there. Uh, she's like, hey, Yara and Paul are coming. They're going to watch a movie if you want to sit with us. And she's like, oh, I got a date with that guy. And Kelly's like, I like him. And Jay's like, me too. So, you know, he's clearly going to be a stand-up guy. We're, mm-hmm. we're going to like you for the duration. Yeah. Um, we see neighbor kids, Pervin. Okay, Travis, at this point, you said, oh, shit. And I'll talk about it later. No, I want to know now. No, we'll talk about it when like I have like I'm gonna reveal why I said oh shit. But you said oh shit right here in the movie. I know, but it pertains to something later in the movie. Fine. I'm sorry. Uh, so our friends oh. are watching an older movie. Yeah. Yara is reading the Iliad on like a weird Polly Pocket phone. Kindle hybrid. Isn't that, um, I don't, yeah, that's another thing with this movie, like, all of the technology is super ambiguous, they have that, like, that's, it's a book, but maybe a phone, but then they're watching no. all of this, uh, they're watching all these old movies on, like, I don't even know what type of movie this is, like, or not, uh, like, type of TV this is, it's like a, one of those old CRT TVs, like, something that you would see from, like, I don't know, like, the 50s or 60s. Um, another thing that, um, I read. Uh, the mom is in there too. Like mm-hmm. um, Jay comes inside from the pool. She's drenching her sister with her wet I hair. I love that. That was such a such a perfect sister moment. Yeah, she's just like dangling her wet hair over top of Kelly. There are a few scenes like that in this movie where they kind of just have these nice little moments. But and Paul is sullenly eating Cheetos on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Another real moment. <laughs> Um, but I read that um, the mom's face, you never actually fully see it. Yeah, you only ever see it in, like, profile. Yeah. And I, I, that got me thinking, like, we rarely see adults mm-hmm. in this movie. It's usually, I mean, these people, Jay's like, an, like a young adult. Yeah. But you don't see any, like, truly grown. Adultier adults. Yeah. Jay does a thing I hate, which is she doesn't wear the right kind of bra for her dress, and her bra straps are just fully out. It's annoying. <laughs> um, she's got she's taking some kind of medicine, and she's got a flower lamp. I just made these notes of her room. Um, it's a weird room. She's got pictures of her in the pool. She fucking loves there. that pool, so man. This is the thing that I thought would be cool with this movie, like a little thing that would fuck with you. Like That is a shot of her in the pool. We just saw her in the pool. I would like for her to come back to this mirror and every time that picture changes with something that was like of the previous scene. Oh, that would be That would be kind of like a, a fun little Easter fuck egg. with you thing, right? Yeah. Because this is supposed to be, you know, nightmarish like dreamlike. So they go to this movie that you're in a long line. They're playing this something called the trade game where one person picks who they want to trade places with and the other person has to guess who they're trading with and why Mm -hmm. and so hugh who has the michigan version of the harlan haircut for those who want to know what the harlan haircut (laughs) is um harlan is where i'm from and a lot of people there like to get this little haircut where they 
get most of their head shaved, but there's like a tiny little island of hair up on the top, and it's then like you a have backwards mullet. Yeah, kind of <laughs> like the bangs just go down just a tiny bit on your forehead, and they're cut straight across, and that's called the Harlan haircut. I would love to pull up some examples to show people. Maybe we'll have that prepared. Maybe, <coughs> but maybe not. <laughs> Might be kind of rude. Um, yeah. But yeah, so he picks a little boy because he's got his whole life ahead of him, which sounds really nice and charming, like, you know, on a date. But once you learn that he literally is anticipating death around every corner, it takes on a whole new turn. He also chooses him because he can go to the bathroom whenever he wants. I think a child that age is probably like, yeah, not. Yeah. yeah. But they're saying, oh, he's probably shitting himself right now. I don't know. I'm sure the kid will get a little bit of respect. <laughs> like, you know, he's, he doesn't look like he's a baby. <laughs> he's like, hey, I'm 10. <laughs> he's not that old either. His dad's picking him up to reach the water fountain. I don't know. He's five. Five-year-olds aren't shitting themselves. I'm cutting it in half. That's being generous. Okay. But he looks like he could be five. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and five-year-olds do occasionally shit themselves, but it's not just like all the time. <laughs> well, to be fair... <laughs> Like a thirty-year-old can shit themselves. Like anybody can shit themselves at any point. Travis, are you trying to tell me something? Do we need to take a pause? <laughs> no. Their whole thing is that he can shit himself without consequences. Okay. So they go into the theater. They're sitting there, and it's now Jay's turn. Yeah, Jay's turn to guess. No, Jay's turn to pick somebody, and Hugh's mm-hmm. turn to guess. No, oh, I got the names mixed up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so he looks around. He says, the girl in the yellow dress. And she turns around. She's like, what girl? And he's like, you don't see her? And she's like, are you teasing me? And he's like, we need to go. Now, here's the thing. Everything that comes after this aside, I already have huge marinara flags from Hugh. In Marin- this moment. Marinara flags. Okay, it's a whole thing on Am I the Asshole? Subreddit. People call it marinara flags? Yes, because there was this post where they... <laughs> this person's um, sister's boyfriend was arguing, um, saying that he knows Italian and that marinara means red and alfredo means white. And that's why the sauce is for those colors. <laughs> and so I just kind of picked up and now everybody calls red flags marinara uh, flags. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Love That's it. why I spend so much time on that subreddit. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. So huge marinara flags because they just spent all that time in line, spent money on tickets, on concessions, and then he's like, "I need to leave now." Won't give her a reason. As pulling her out of the theater. Run, Jay. Run. No. <laughs> she. Okay. I mean, she suspects maybe an ex, which fair. But another thing that I think about here is he doesn't really leave with a whole lot of urgency. Like, he, I mean, he's like, we got to go. But then he's like, hey, can we go? Like, he asked for permission. Like, can we please go now? It's very slow. Like, that thing was right there. There's not a lot of distance between them whenever it's following right there. What I just wanted to see one attack in a very public place like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? That like, makes what you, would happen? Like, has it happened before? I don't know. Like, the only time we saw an attack in front of other people was Jay on the beach. 
and in the pool. Yeah, and well, and those were her friends. Like I just like a big public scene. I wonder what would happen. I, I that's actually really interesting. I think that that would be like if they ever did do a sequel. You know, maybe explore that. That's a good concept. But they leave. They go to a diner instead. Becomes a whole conspiracy. Like everybody's talking about this random attack in public and nobody could see. But maybe some people can see the the killer, but others can't. See, now that's interesting. My theory would be they would wrongly accuse somebody that was close by or the people that do see it. You know, the thing as established in this movie can be whoever it wants Mm. to be. So it could stage itself as a person and then... They could be confused and maybe not even know that they ever had it and see this person just assault this person and kill them. And then an innocent person is arrested or blamed for it. So Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. There's a lot of ways you could explore that. Yeah. But yes, they go to the diner and they're having dinner there. Everything's going smooth. They're having a good day. But then in the background, you can see somebody is following and... You know, just a little bit before. I think that that, I feel like they make it ambiguous, but I feel like the thing has a very unique walk. Like, you can see people acting naturally, and then you can see, like, people just kind of, like, aimlessly walking. I also want to point out that I don't think Jay is 21 yet. We know Hugh is, at least. But they have a single drink between the two of them. So I think he ordered the drink and they're splitting it. Ah, interesting. So next day, Kelly and Jay are walking. Um... So Kelly can smoke, and Jay's like, Mom knows you smoke. She's like, yeah, but she if she ever actually sees me do it, she'd probably cry. So <laughs> I like that. That's a very real line. Yeah. Um, they wave to Greg across the street, kind of. There's Kind of across the street or kind of wave? Kind of wave. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he kind of waves back. Yeah. Um, By the way, does he not look like Aaron Hansen? <laughs> right. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Just, um, I just needed to get that because anytime I see him, I'm like that fucking looks like him. He is kind of grump too. So yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, so their next date, they go to the woods at night, as you do. I don't care how well you feel like you know this guy. Probably not a good idea to just go. This is, into it's the a woods. really good way to get murdered. Yeah. Like a Seriously. really good way. Um, also, here's the thing. I know that they're trying to set it up that what he was about to do is going to be like a big betrayal. I yeah. get that. I understand that. I understand why it's important. However, his sense of urgency with this thing is a bit confusing because he's playing not quite the long game, but, you know, a much longer game than he needs to for this. Like he's taking Jay out on multiple dates and... There are people out there that would just hook up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. I I don't know. Like, I you can't just go out. Unless you, like, hire an escort, you can't really guarantee you're going to go out there and have sex anytime you try, you know? Yeah. So maybe this is, maybe he has tried. Maybe this is his best option because he... Well, and I'm I mean, also going to say that assaulting somebody is going to lower the likelihood that they're going to want to pass it along anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, okay, let's get into the whole thing here and we can unpack all of this while we do it. So basically, they're on this little date. They're on 
know, the beach, and then they go back to his car. I mean, yes, it's the beach. Well, I don't but... know. <laughs> just You've rocks. never seen such a thing. <laughs> so they're yeah, they're laying romantically on rocks, and they go back to the car to have a little bit of fun. They have some sexy time. And it's heartbreaking. She's got this cute little pink strap like lacy bra on and she was clearly like feeling herself and they're having a good time and afterwards she's laying in the back seat and he's supposedly like grabbing drinks or something i think is what she thinks is happening from the trunk he like limps out afterwards by the way um there must have been some rough yeah i was gonna say like they had fun in the moment (laughs) um he See, the thing is, he really needed to pass this on, and he, he was in a very uncomfortable position, but he didn't want to speak <laughs> up. <It's> like, <laughs> uh, do you think you have to orgasm to pass I was it on? just thinking this, too. <laughs> like, do you have to finish? Like, I read that they said, even if you wear a condom, or if it's, like, same sex, it's still tr- like it still transmits. Okay, like, I believe that. Like, does it have to be penetrative or can, like, oral and hand jobs? Like... I think it has to be penetrative. Okay. That's what I think because I I just, maybe oral. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Some form of insertion. I'm sorry, but, I mean, we're talking about sex here and the technicalities of this thing, I think. Okay, that's but important then if it's to some distinguish. form of insertion. What if it's like just making out, but like a finger up the butt? <laughs> <laughs> and he like immediately just like, <laughs> it's like, oh no, I passed it to myself. <laughs> like he has to double fuck to yeah, get it out now. Like if you masturbate, do two of them follow you? See, now I have a theory that he tried this because later on we. When this is jumping all, all ahead, all the play pens in his uh... all of the n- tissues. He's got all these tissues. <laughs> like, all right, I've got big like, traps. Like, it'll chase this tissue and then this tissue. Like, he's just coming <laughs> into all of these tissues to just trap it. <laughs> I think that that was his plan. Like, he, he just like casually throws the tissues out the window. Because, and... Okay, look, this guy he really wants this to get gone, right? Yeah. And I'm sorry if this is getting too detailed, but like <laughs> if he like would stop jacking off, like he would like immediately just blah. <laughs> but no, he's this guy's got a healthy sex drive, I guess. He's gotta he's gotta keep them tissues rolling. I think he didn't want to come that quickly with her because even though he lied to her and he like <laughs> drugs her afterwards, I think he still like wants her to think that he's, that he's good, good in bed <laughs> even if it's not his we're jumping all over the place here he's not from here he's using a fake name but he really wants Hugh to be like a suave lover like he like came up with this a whole backstory for this character yeah he's like Hugh wouldn't finish that fast Hugh Hugh doesn't say no to a sex position that hurts a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> He was not afraid to limp after sex. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Anyways, then he he chloroforms, chloroforms her, her and knocks sad. her out. It's so sad. It's I. This is my first of many sad faces in my notes for this one. Yeah. Because she's like, she's crying out like as he's doing it. Chloroform isn't instant either, by the way. Yeah, you just, you're inhaling it. Yeah. Yeah. It has to like travel. She's like crying and like you see her hand reaching out and she's got like this pink nail polish on and 
I just pointed out because I think this whole movie happens in a very short amount of time because she has this nail polish on, but it's just like gradually more and more chipped as the movie goes on. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't notice that. I think you're right, though. But I am right. Well, I'm right about it being a very short amount of time. (laughs) Okay. But yeah, she's like giving like a nice little story like, oh, I've always pictured, I had a dream about this day and this really cute guy would take me out. And he's like, oh, yeah, I had a dream too. Yeah, like he gives her a little kiss on the back first. Yeah, he he really sells it. Oh, it's so bad. And then he, like, I am going to say though, like, I don't, he was a bad guy. He's a bad guy. This is assault. Is 100% assault. Yeah. Um, lying about your identity under false, and having sex under false pretenses. Sexual assault. This is bad. This is bad, as bad, as bad. Um, I will give Hugh the tiniest bit of credit. He could have pieced. Yeah. He could have just like left. Just but that's like, not in his best interest. Yeah. Um, but he also doesn't look like he's enjoying doing it. Like it looks like he's kind of crying on her shoulder as he's doing it yeah no i mean he's definitely handling this the wrong way but i don't it's, think he is inherently a bad person i think that he's just panicking and this is like no, the best thing that he could i'm not gonna say that this is panicking because he's been on multiple dates with her he had chloroform and a wheelchair and some straps ready he had a plan no he had a plan i'm not saying he didn't have a plan i'm just saying like i think that he 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 thinks that this is the best way to handle it. I think that he thinks he's doing a good thing here because what happens is she wakes up in this abandoned warehouse. I think that they're parked outside of... I thought it was a parking garage. Oh, yeah. No, parking garage. Yeah. And she's tied to a wheelchair and he's got her like tied in and he's doing surveillance around the parking garage waiting for it. And basically, he's giving her a rundown of what it is. He's giving her the rules as he understands them. And he thinks that he's doing her a service by preparing her. And He's like, you won't believe me if you don't see it. Which, that's, I think that that is true. And I think he, if he could have, he would have peaced. But he needs her to succeed for him to feel safe. So... Eventually, the thing starts to follow them. Um, it's a naked lady. He says it can be a stranger. It can be someone familiar. And this is actually his mom. Oh, shit. Yeah. It is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's his mom. Dang. Which we see her later on in the film. Yeah. But yeah. He's like, I passed it along to you. The best thing you can do is pass it along to somebody else because after it kills you, it will come after me again. And, he... and I don't have time to go on several dates with another young girl. <laughs> Again, I feel like his method of doing this was all wrong. Like, just, like, go go hook up with somebody. Like, I think, um, was it Pete? Paul? Paul. I mean, he had the right idea. Go to, like, a, an escort. Yeah. But he lets this wait. Like, he draws us out for so long. The thing is almost right at her before he just takes the wheelchair and just wheels off. Yeah, he's But I think he really wanted to instill the fear in her that this thing is a legitimate threat. It's not natural. Yeah. Um, He says, never go into a building with only one exit. It's slow, but it's not dumb. Um, So Kelly, Paul, and Yara are on the front porch playing old maid um, because their mom wakes up at 5.15 every morning. 
They're talking about how Jay is so pretty and nice and me, 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 me. Yeah, it's queer um, that Paul is super oh yeah. into her. Yeah. Um, that's why he was eating sad Cheetos when we first saw him. Yeah, he's just like, oh, at least she's nice. And then they all just kind of give him this look like, fuck off, Paul. And then Hugh just pulls up in front of the house like, Wah! and they watch like they're kind of like, is something wrong? And he gets out of the front seat, opens the back door in the middle of the street, fucking dumps her there in her underwear and drives off. And then he's like, don't forget, don't... Uh, don't let it touch you. Yeah, don't let it touch you. And then, yeah. Yeah, and then... The so cops we cut. Come. Yeah, the cops come. We see it from the neighbor, from Greg's house perspective. They're like, what's going on? That family's always such a mess. These people seem like they... Not the people that were watching here, but like Jay's family. I think that they seem like they're put together, right? Yeah. Unless that they I mean this is a very small window of time. Maybe they are a troublesome house. I don't we, know. We don't know what happened with their dad. Yeah. It's, it's kind of up in the air, but it's it, not good. Yeah. Does not seem so. Yeah. Um and then cop does this fucking thing that I so I was a volunteer with a rape crisis center for several years um ended up having to not do it anymore because it just it, it weighs on you heavily oh yeah um and i've seen cops like literally do this whole but it was consensual right like maybe she consented to sex she didn't consent to sex with a made-up person she didn't know that he was lying about who he was she didn't consent to being drugged she didn't consent to being tied to a chair she didn't consent to being dropped off in the middle of the street yeah she was under a completely different understanding of what that yeah. was going to be. Yeah, and it just, it fucking... <sighs> yeah, they revealed that he had used a fake name mm -hmm. and he used it to rent a house. And she says that... She had she seen never, it from the outside but never went in. Because he was always too embarrassed to show her. He did not want her to see all of his cum tissues. Yeah, he's like, you're going to have a lot of questions... Crispy sack here. Crispy sack there. <laughs> got a lot of uh, maybe explain to you after tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we see like shots of her in the hospital. Probably gonna have to do the SART exam. Um, and then the cops investigating the scene of the crime. Yeah, and they find her purse. Yeah. So we cut to her at what we assume is community college because she does reference that she was in high school at one point. So I think that she's past high school. She's in college now. Yeah. Um, she's. Well, first we. This is really sad. So she's like staring at herself in the mirror and she's like just wearing very plain underwear set, mm -hmm. which is just so different from what we'd seen before. And mm -hmm. she's just. It's just. It's just heartbreaking. She's going through a lot of common behaviors and emotions and coping whatever you want to call it um i'm not using the right terminology that you see with survivors of assault and it's just it's really sad a strange thing like a ball hits the window and she goes to look and she doesn't see anything but then it cuts to outside the house and the kid is just fuck this kid he's on the roof he was did clearly... he throw the ball what was he doing? What was his game plan here? I don't know. 
Was he trying to just lure her out? I got maybe like the friend threw. I was like, hey, get the fuck off there. I hope so. Like someone just passed by. I was like, hey, perv, stop. Yeah. Uh, so she's at the community college, and it feels very um, Halloween. Yeah, he he. Um, where I had read that he was very inspired by John Carpenter. Yeah, I mean, it comes across in the the cinematography and the music. Yeah, exactly. This is one of my favorite scenes of the whole movie. This is like when I think it's at its creepiest because she's sitting there in school. And she looks out the window, and all of a sudden she just sees on campus this old woman in a gown walking straight towards her, and the old woman just has this blank face. So she freaks out, she goes out into the hallway, and then as she's walking down the hallway, the old woman is in the middle of the hall, and she turns around and she's like, hello? And then there's two random people standing in the hall, and they're like, um, hi. Kind of like you at the beginning of this episode. Hi. I think they were dressed, side note, as an homage to Sharon, Dion, and Clueless. These two people? Yeah. Why? Because of the plaid. Sharon's got like this iconic like plaid outfit. Interesting. (laughs) Always comes back to Clueless. It always does. (laughs) All roads lead to Clueless. That's our new spinoff podcast. Like, how can we take this random movie and tie it back to Clueless? Well, we did a lot of that in Wrong Turn (laughs) 2. Talked about a whole porno. But what happens is she is calling at the old woman, but the old woman doesn't respond, and she realizes, oh, my God, this is actually it, and it's following. Just this whole scene of it just, like, slowly walking up, and I think that they cast this person, like, perfectly. It's just super unsettling. Just one of the most unsettling moments in the entire movie for me. So she drives, and she winds up at the ice cream shop where Kelly and Paul work. Um, She tells them about this thing. Uh, and Paul's like, I could sleep. I could spend the night. And <laughs> they both like, went, no. no. <laughs> He's just like, I'm on the couch. And she's like, well, maybe. Uh, so it turns into like a whole sleepover thing. Yara comes over too. Uh, their backyard gate is open, which is just stressful to me. It just. It, I think all things considered, they would maybe want to walk that. I know. Uh, Kelly and Jay are brushing their teeth together. I don't know why. I just did. I felt like I needed to listen. Yara is brushing her teeth, but she just leaves the toothbrush in her mouth and is instead clipping her toenails. I'm not going to lie. I have like been brushing my teeth before and tried to multitask. And you think you can multitask while brushing your teeth, but it's a lot harder than it seems. She's using both hands. She's holding her foot with one hand and holding the clippers with another. I know. You can't brush like, your teeth. I'm, by saying, going, blah, 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 blah. I'm saying I've gotten distracted like that before. And then I just have a toothbrush in my mouth and I'm doing other things. I've been there. It's real. It's real. I don't I maybe just between you two. And that's it. I don't think that people would want to do this. Okay. Well, I think we know what our poll is. For the <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, <laughs> just kidding. So but maybe not. <laughs> it cuts to them. They're all trying to sleep. But well, her, Jay can't. Her mom is huh. sleeping in her shoes. Her mom's sleeping in her shoes? At first I thought it was Jay because that's another common thing with um, survivors is having your shoes on for that sense of protection. Like you can be ready to go at a moment's You think notice. that's what her mom's doing? I think her mom has like that sense of like urgency. If something happens, she wants to be able to get up and go. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. That's, that's interesting. I never noticed that. I know. For as little screen time as the mom gets, I thought that was like a very nice detail to kind of show... 
In fact, I think that's the last we see of her, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's happening with her while the house is being broken into, um, but whatever. Yeah, she's like <laughs> not a factor at all. Uh-huh. So, okay. They're they're all trying to sleep. Jay yeah. can't, so she goes downstairs and she chats with Paul. Yeah. Um, oh, Paul. By the way, <laughs> Paul's shirt. I know it's supposed to be tie-dye, but it's just like a very faint red on it. it and it looks, looks like, like he, he spilled juice on himself. Yes. Like just like, all cool over like. himself. Yeah, he just quit. <laughs> He's down there. He's like, I got to stay up all night. I've got to protect Jay. He's like, He's I got like, cool aid. from the yeah. <laughs> It's the Kool-Aid from Sleep uh, Slumber Party Massacre <laughs> yeah, where they pour the all the sugar. sugar. Yeah. <laughs> He's he's doing an all-nighter with Kuwait, and they just got all over him. Um. They're having a, a nice little moment and talking about like a little history about how she was, uh, he was her first kiss. And then he's like, and then you went and kissed Kelly afterwards. It was gross. <laughs> yeah, like you kissed two sisters. That's really gross. <laughs> and then they're talking about the time they found porno mags. Didn't know what they were, but they were looking at them in the front yard of Greg's house, just out in the open and laughing and not really understanding what they were saying. And then their moms all freaked out. That's funny. I will say the the subjects that they're talking about here, I am fully on board. I think that the way that this is done, though, this feels super forced. It doesn't feel organic. Mm-mm. This right here feels like very amateur dialogue writing right here. I get the sense that it's Jay toying with the idea of passing it along and knowing that Paul has always had a crush on her. Ooh, that's dark. That's, but I don't think she wants to actually do that. I don't think she does either. But Maybe I think you're there right, is a part of her that's like, okay, cool, we're going to talk about kissing and pornography and see what happens yeah it is she does steer the conversation very sexually i think that's interesting and then we hear a window break paul checks he says the window's broken but he Not doesn't see anything <laughs> he's gonna go wake up kelly and yara um then we have this really intense slow motion scene where jay gets up and she goes to check the kitchen and she turns and there's somebody there now the thing that's there Peace. All uh, over the floor. Yes. My question is, is Kelly and Jay's mom going to wake up the next morning and see a broken window in a puddle of pee? No. <laughs> I think only Jay can see the pee. But here's the thing is that Paul saw the broken window. The, like, the what window be- is like a real thing. I think, okay, they because this thing, it... It's uh, semi-corporeal. At what point does it become fully corporeal? Look, like, this is my theory. <laughs> They're walking in the kitchen, and they slip on pee, but they don't see anything. They're like, why is the floor really slick right here? Why does my shoe smell like pee all of a sudden? I think that that's what happens. By the way, isn't this Yara? Like, it's imitating Yara. No, Yara, it imitates Yara um, later. Yeah, but I think it does it twice. Like, it... It happens a couple of times in this movie. It imitates um, the same thing multiple times. Um, I think that this is Yara here. Okay. But it's Yara. I'm assuming Yara, like peeing and got like one boob out. It's like very not put together. Like, wouldn't that be weird to suddenly see your friend naked and peeing herself just because this like demon is following you, taking her shape? 
Yeah, and see, I think that that's another reason why I think it's Yara is because she goes upstairs and it's Kelly and Paul in the room and Yara is like not out there and banging on the door saying, hey, let me in. I think she's a little bit hesitant because she doesn't want to let it in. She thinks it's trying to be Yara right now. To be fair, when, you know, she does end up opening the door to her bedroom um, and it's just Yara and it does seem like just her. Then this tall guy just, whoo! My God. When this, when we watched this in theaters and that scene happened, I almost yeah. shit myself. Yeah. And that rarely happens with me in horror movies, but I was like, holy shit. I did not expect that. That guy, by the way, is a local to Detroit, Michigan, where they filmed this. He is the brother of the tallest person in the world, oh. uh, or at the time, I believe. He is seven foot seven. Holy shit. I, giant man apparently he works on motors at the manufacturing plant down there i wonder if it like at a certain point it just hurts to be that tall like um from what i've heard yeah like ugh. being tall like super tall like that is not good for you also like if you fall you're falling from a greater height like if you trip and fall that's that much more. you're like hitting terminal velocity <laughs> <laughs> i know yeah. <laughs> by the way terminal velocity is about 120 miles an hour for a human um, and I only know that because uh, we were looking up skydiving stuff. And You want to know something? This is super not relevant, but since we're talking about terminal velocity, cats don't really have like a very lethal one. A cat can <laughs> fall from a building and land just fine. Like they can maybe like, it'll be like, ah, but it's not <laughs> like, it's not going to splat or like, like get killed. Like it just is like, okay, like cats. it's, it's safe. Cats defy the laws of physics. They really do. Like, I don't understand it. They I've always got, land on their feet. I mean, we Scout, for her lazy fat tummy, can rival, like, world-class yoga practitioners. You know what I mean? Like, she's Dude, super bendy. Scout outran us when we tried to chase her around the house that one time. <laughs> that was a whole event. She oh. actually outran us throughout the entire house. She's been holding back on us for years. She was saving it for a moment where she was doing something she wasn't supposed to and wanted to keep doing it. I think she's still winded from that a year later. <laughs> All right, anyways. So she panics. Uh, runs out the window and grabs a bike out front and bikes away. Greg, Greg sees it. Yeah. Um, so Greg is like in his car with, um, I'm assuming, a date. They're just smoking a cigarette together in the car. Yeah, I'm, and then he just like ditches her right there. He's like, all right, there's some interesting shit happening. Yeah, he Bye. pulls a hue and just like opens the door and dumps her in the like, street. But I don't want to touch you. <laughs> She's He's like, like I heard it once. Just... <laughs> like he heard Hugh do that. He's like, oh shit, that's a good line. <laughs> um, so they're at a playground. Um, Kelly, Paul, and Yara catch up. Um, Jay's like, you can't tell mom. Like she, she will not be. She will not handle this very well at all. Don't worry, mom. Apparently, did not notice. She's probably not going to notice the broken window either because it never gets brought up. <laughs> uh, that's when Greg walks up. Um, and at first, like, Jay's panicking. She's like, do you see him? Do you see him? And they're like, yeah, it's, it's Greg. Greg's <laughs> um, <Chris>, like, hi. <laughs> hi. Um, <laughs> and they just sound like, yeah, somebody broke into their house. And he's like, shit. Um, she's like, I just, I can't handle going home right now. They're like, we have to find Hugh. Yeah, so um, Greg goes and gets his car. So driving through uh, town, 
It's a bunch of like broken billboards, but then churches, but then bingo halls and lottery advertisements and graffiti and trashed houses. It feels very real. Um, so they find Hugh's house and break in, sort of. Uh, it's very dilapidated. There's pill bottles. Um, there's a creepy moment where they're all looking around for clues, and Greg just kind of like stares. Like at I Yara. fucking Yara, yeah. It's really uncomfortable. And he's got the house kind of, well, not necessarily booby trapped, but he has bottles around the windows to like. Here, if, if something breaks in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which this thing, from what we've seen, doesn't necessarily hide the fact that it's coming to get you. It breaks windows all the time. I wish he'd used the method from Bloody Murder 2 vis-a-vis scattering tortilla chips in front of the doorway. Yeah, exactly. He should have watched Bloody Murder 2 while he was waiting in this house. <laughs> um. So... They find a picture inside of the playpen. What a weird place to put a picture of you and your high school girlfriend, who I think looks like Annie from the beginning. And that's what I have a quote about right here. Okay. Because you had a theory that that was the girl from the beginning. And they ask kind of about the importance of these people. Okay. My And I want to say I don't, I didn't think that it would be her because... She would have passed it to him, right? Or had he passed it to her? I don't know. See, I, it could have been that he passed it to her, and then she, and died. she died. So now he's got to pass it to somebody else. That makes sense because in my mind, when I was thinking about it last night, I was thinking if she would have died because if she passed it to him, then that would have meant that it he had gotten dead. him. Yeah. yeah. So, but if it worked the other way around, where he passed it to her, and then that makes sense. But um, when asked about that, I'm just going to read the whole quote from the director he says uh yeah yeah i have all that in my head yes and there's the girl in the beginning and how she ties into all that yes all that is there i think that's fairly clear some people maybe don't see it and some people have said oh it's very clear what happens in terms of her being someone that he's probably dot 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 either you see it or you don't i guess i'm hesitant to say because it's always fun to not it's very clear to me that and I have had some people say, oh, it's this and this and this, and they sort of spot it, but not everybody does. I'm not sure if it's difficult or not difficult. I don't know. So he doesn't really want to clarify one way or another if that's the girl from the beginning and if that's if she tied into all of it. <clears throat> but I think he pretty much hints that it's so related. what you're saying is I'm a genius. You figured it out. You caught it. Yes. Yeah. I think that that's pretty much it. Okay. So, but they discovered the, they recognized the Letterman jacket for Lawson High School. So they just go into the school. <clears throat> yeah. They go into the school and apparently the school's like, oh yeah, I'll tell you where he lives. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't, and these people aren't students. Yeah. And they're not even in high school anymore. Well, I don't think he is either, but. No. Why would they have his record still if he's not even. I don't know. Enrolled there. I, I like even if they were just doing something as simple as looking at the high school yearbooks from around the years he would have been there, like that's still shady. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed, but you can also see it following in this. Yeah, yeah, because um, it's following in the back. We get like this cool shot with the camera where it's like a three sixty spin. You get the whole yeah, like everything, but you see out the window it's walking, and then they go back to the car. His name's Jeff Redmond. Yeah, and you Fuck see it you, walking. Fuck you, Jeff! You suck. And Greg has his hand 
Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why the school is like, "Hey, yeah, no, Jeff sucked the whole time he was here. Not surprised that you want revenge Ah. on him. Let's, yeah, go ahead. Here you go. Do your Batman thing." I like that idea. Yeah, (laughs) fuck Jeff. Yeah, here you go. I'll tell you exactly where he lives. I'll tell you his real name. Um, But uh, Greg puts like he's getting really touchy with uh, Jay and yeah, like Paul gets super. Yeah, he does that like hand on the back and then like the thumb rubbing motion. Like that's intimate. Yeah, he's getting really. I think that he he's really pushing this thing. And Paul's like, I don't even have my sad Cheetos with me, and I have to watch this. <laughs> yeah. so can we stop at a gas station? <laughs> so they go to his house, and um, the mom invites them all in and gives them snacks. <laughs> the mom is super sweet. Yeah. She's like, do you want to come in? Do your friends want to come in? Um, <laughs> let me get you some snacks. I'll bake some cookies. Like, they're all sitting in a circle in the backyard talking. Yeah, this is one of my favorite moments, too, because he's basically <clears throat> um, giving, like, a rundown about everything. Uh, I mean, I guess he's just elaborating on the rules even more. Um, but there's this girl walking in the background, and she keeps getting closer. you you know, supposed to think that maybe it's a Vinny's like, do you see that girl right there? And then they are like, yeah. And then the girl <laughs> looks super weird out. She's like, yeah. <laughs> Why? Like, I'm right here. <laughs> um, he apologizes. And he's like, uh, just pass along to somebody else. She'd be easier, girl. Fuck you, Jeff. <laughs> um, And he's like, seriously, like, just have a one night stand. And Jay's like, I don't. Clearly, you know that I don't do the one night stand thing. I just wanted to wanted a nice date with you, and you ruined that. Yeah. Um. Greg's calling him out. He's like, I don't believe this bullshit. I think that you were just doing this to fuck with Jay. I think he, Greg doesn't buy into all this. He's just no. kind of humoring them. I think he's well, wanting to get close to these girls. Here's this thing too: is that I think I mean, and like I said, there's a lot of different ways you can interpret this. A lot of people interpret it as a metaphor for sexually transmitted diseases. I think there's a lot of things that parallel um, the experience of having been sexually harassed or assaulted um, because you've got Greg on one end of things who just doesn't believe it, even seeing how like Mm. freaked out Jay and Jeff both are. Um, We've got her friends that like, believe her but they don't really understand what's going on yeah like they're like we know something happened we understand you're distraught we do not fucking understand this thing we can't we literally can't see it yeah um and then even with jeff and jay like jeff is like oh well it's different for you like because you're a girl it's easier for you i don't know i just think it has really interesting parallels there yeah I don't know if he meant to like get into all that, but I think that it kind of happened because you can't really make it about this right here without touching on some of that. Yeah. So they're driving. Um, they're like, won't your mom care, Greg? And he's like, she won't know. Um, yeah, they, they off screen decide to just go to the beach. Yeah. The beach um, house. I don't know whose house this is. It's Greg's. It's where him and his dad used to go hunting. Ah, okay. So it's like this cute little house. We see them settling in. Um, They're setting the same traps that Jeff did in his house too, setting like the bottles up against the windows. In the morning, Greg is in the shed looking for a gun and they have some target practice. Uh, Jay is not like she closes her eyes and jerks the gun around. It just, I like that she's not instantly good at it. (laughs) Jeff is. Uh, not Jeff. Um, Greg. Greg is trying to get closer here. He's like, I, you know, I'm, 
I'm always next door. And she's like, I know. He's like, I guess I should have been nicer to you in high school, which we learn later that they slept together in high school. So I wonder if he was kind of a dick to her after that. Probably. I mean, we got little little hints of things here and there because we know that he used to be a part of well, their friend group because that he was one of the ones they were looking at the porno mags with. Yeah, and actually, I think that I don't think that ended on bad terms because whenever she explains her reasoning for choosing Greg later on, she says that she thought he would be all right. He's nice enough. We slept together in high school. It wasn't a big deal. But I do think you get the sense that there's some hard feelings there because she doesn't seem like super friendly with him at this point. Yeah, but then they had the whole waving thing at the beginning, too. Like, I don't think that they're on bad terms. I think that there's still, like, a little spark there. Maybe. Yeah. Anyways, they have target practice, and then it cuts to them. They're just kind of, like, vibing out on the beach. Yara's on the water. Kelly is wearing a swimsuit and leg warmers. Yeah, this is another thing where they're just throwing a weird wardrobe out there to kind of fuck with you. And then... Yara, while she's in the water, also walks up behind Jay. The way they reveal this is really nice, though, because they don't show her in the water immediately. Like, they show Paul on there, and then um, Greg goes off to go pee in, like, the woods over in the side there. I mean, I wouldn't call it woods. It's more of a field. Okay. Into the field. I feel like woods have trees. I, Jesse, I was... I was just scrambling in my head, and now you're calling me out, and you're making me look like an idiot. Well, I'm just saying. No, I look like a dummy, and I don't know what woods or weeds are. Weed woods. Weed weeds. <laughs> Either way, you see her just approach behind uh, Paul. Jay. No, she pops up behind Jay. No, I'm talking about when, her hair. when you see her walking down the path. Oh, okay. Yeah, behind Paul. And then, yeah, she walks up behind Jay, pulls up the hair, and then that's when they... Scramble. And we see it from their perspective. They just see Jay's hair lifting up on its own. Um, And then we see, because Paul tries to stand up to help and he gets like body slammed with a chair. He he hits it with the chair and it breaks and then the thing just throws him. Yeah. 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 And then they run into the shed. shed. And (laughs) here's the thing. They run into the shed. Jay tries to shoot at it, um, almost hits Greg. And then when they close the door, the thing is like busting through it. And Greg comes over and goes, what the hell, man? And she's like, it's like, Greg, read the room. I don't think Jay did this. Yeah. Okay. This is where, why I said, oh, earlier, like in the beginning of the movie, because whenever it pops out as like the kid, it's the kid. It's the neighbor that's always peeping on her. Yeah. I never noticed that. That was your big revelation? Yeah. That was a big revelation to me. I never noticed that that was the kid that's always peeping on her. I feel a letdown. Oh, you shouldn't I've have been waiting 24 hours to hear what your oh shit moment was. Well, that was a no shit moment for me. You should have just told me. Oh. Well, to confirm that it takes the form of multiple things. You also see it as the tall guy out there again to kind of yeah. walking around. Um, So Jay runs out through a sliding door, steals Greg's car, but then crashes it. Immediately into the cornfield. Yeah. Um, So they're at the hospital. She's got a cast on her hand. Um, She's paranoid at every sound she hears and then has sex with Greg in the hospital bed. How? (coughs) Like, I don't think Greg had the same worries as Jeff did about coming fast because you have to come fast if you're doing this in a hospital. Like, nurses and doctors are always in and out of your room. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, can't you like give yourself privacy in a hospital? Like, unless you're under constant monitor, can't you just close off the stuff that way? Not they... from the doctors and nurses. Doctors and nurses do that thing where they're like, coming in. Like, they don't, they're not really knocking. They're just. I'm inside. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, okay. So, I, like I said, I just think Greg, like, really didn't have the same insecurities. No, I don't think so either. I mean, if they had sex in high school, he probably came really fast then, too. Like, probably he yeah he was like there he's like jay can't have any lower of an opinion of me than she already does <laughs> yeah. so I just, we're just gonna do it uh, <laughs> and you called out in the next scene because it he's, shows him he's super greasy yeah i called him greasy greg at lunch and i got um, back to my notes after that and i my note about the sex is uh greasy greg fuck <laughs> because immediately after sex apparently this turns him into a grease monster yeah um he is having fun at lunch. He's hanging out with other girls. Yeah. Greg's, Greg's a 80s man, apparently. If anybody can pass it on, may, like, maybe he thought that he had a lot more game. He's like, I can pass this on to all of these other people. Yeah. And they're not really laughing with him. They're laughing at him over there. Because his hair is so greasy. <laughs> like, What's this greasy little loser doing over here with us? So he comes to visit. He still hasn't seen it. Um, and he's like, isn't that a good thing, though? Which is, again, like, he hasn't believed jay this whole time and the fact that he hasn't seen it is making him believe it even more and he's kind of making her feel bad isn't it kind of fucked up too if he it almost feels like he took advantage of her to have sex with her yeah if he doesn't believe it exactly he just he's like oh this is my opportunity i'm just gonna like i'm gonna fuck now he's i've always wanted to have sex in a hospital bed yeah that's that was the whole end game yeah yeah that was him in the truck that caused her. You to know, that's like, wreck. that's gonna sound really gross too, because they got those like rubber mattresses that are easier for cleaning. So it's gonna be like, <laughs> as they're like humping. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I don't think anybody's really having fun in that except for Greg. Um, so Jay is just still not doing so good. Um, but like, they're, her friends all stick up for her. Yeah. Which I appreciate them. Yeah, she doesn't want to meet anybody. She's just kind of staying inside. Yeah. So Jay looks out the window, it's sees like in the middle of the night. Greg in his long johns. Yeah. Acting weird. He's breaking into his own house. And she's like, well, that's not good. So she tries to call, gets voicemail. So she runs over to his house. It And when she gets into his house, like, I think it's his it's mom. It's his mom. Yeah. yeah which Because she's, I mean, when he opens the door, it's like, mom? Yeah. And... But when Jay walks in, it looks at her and then goes back to pounding. Yeah, that's door. super creepy. Yeah. I, I like that little detail right so there. So you really do know that it's like going down the line. Yeah. And I mean, also, I mean, here's, it just shows that it's not stupid. It acknowledges these other people, too. So here's my question. Yeah. Like once you've passed it on once, is that it? Because say like jay had sex with greg and paul and then greg and paul each went and had sex with two more people like how like i think it goes to the next person so once are you talking about like a threesome i'm just saying like what if it like so it can only be passed the one time until Mm -hmm. you're the last in line again as i understand it yes okay okay 
because that clarifies that because i was going to say like how how does it decide which is more high priority because i think if that's the case just have an orgy like, and then just spread it out to all kinds of people and then they can have their own orgies it's like a pyramid scheme of orgies orgy <laughs> yeah an interesting thing about this though so it's the mom open uh greg opens the door and it has a different way of killing greg it basically yeah sexes him to death it's just grinding on him that's his mom yeah i mean not really his mom but that's his mom yeah i know i think maybe it did that like a little bit of extra psychological torture like you're getting fucked to death by your mom yeah especially because he died still not believing the thing was real yeah it really went rub it in it's like you're gonna doubt me (laughs) 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 guess Um, what you fucked your mom (laughs) so she drives away um we see it greg in the background she sleeps in the woods uh in the morning, she goes out to the beach, and there's like a. It's like three dudes in, in a, a boat, boat out in the lake, and she strips down to her underwear and swims out to the boat. Presumably, it's never outright said. You can either assume that she goes out there and has like a threesome. But again, that kind of, yeah, to your thing, it would have only spread to one of them, if I'm right. What are. I kind of question those guys too, though. Like this random girl who's clearly injured and hasn't slept or eaten in days, and she swims out to your boat, and she's like, "Hey, do you want to have fuck? Do you want to have fuck? Do you want to have fuck?" And these guys just agree to have fuck with her. I'm, I'll have some fuck. I feel like that's also taking advantage because she's clearly not in a well state. Yeah, definitely. I think if somebody did that to me, I would be like, oh, this person is mentally not well right now. They need help. Yara, Kelly, and Jay are all sleeping in Jay's room. Paul knocks, and she has to like remove a barricade to um, let him in. And he's like, you could pass it to me. And Jay, like, she doesn't really, like... She regrets having to pass it on at all, and she doesn't want to pass it to Paul. Like, which also makes you think maybe she didn't have sex if she still assumes that she has it. Yeah, but I, you know, you don't know. You don't really know. I like that. There's a lot of ambiguity in this. Yeah, they're going to the neighborhood pool. Um, we see it on a roof at one point. That's on their roof. It's creepy. Yeah, it's a, it's a creepy shot. Um, Yara talks about like her parents calling it a bad area, and she's like, "Now that I'm older, I realize it's kind of fucked up that they would never let me come out here." <laughs> yeah, talking about Eight Mile. Yeah, like, I pass Eight Mile because it's like that's where the suburbs end and the city begins. Uh, so they have this whole plan basically to go to the pool. They have electronics staged around the pool, and Jay just stays in the pool and assume that they are just waiting for it to get in the pool. To chase her, and then she gets out, and then they all try and electrocute it to death. This is where I wrote that Jay is climbing into the pool, and she has a leg bruise, except I was also humming. Um, Zoe was purring with me. We were having a moment, and I was distracted, and I wrote, uh, Jay in pool. Leg, leg. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> leg, so, leg. Leg, leg. So, <laughs> so Jay, leg, leg in um, pool. So it's following... It's there. It starts throwing shit into the pool. Yeah, so, and it outsmarts them. Yep, definitely does. Um, 
Paul kind of shoots blindly. It seems like a bad idea. Oh, yeah. And this whole time, they're like, what is it? What does it look like? And she doesn't want to say. Because it looks like her dad. It's her dad. Yeah. You get the, there's a little photo like underneath where she's in the pool on her vanity <laughs> where it's her dad. Yeah. You assume it's her dad. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they throw like a blanket over it, and then Peter. Why do I keep calling Peter? I don't Paul. Know. He looks like a Peter. Either way, Paul shoots it in the head. I'm surprised you didn't do the thing. What? Your favorite thing. What's my favorite thing? Peter. 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 <laughs> <Hey>, Peter. <laughs> uh, so it shoots it in the head. It falls into the water, but it gets right back up. It grabs Jay and drags Jay underwater. And then Paul just starts unloading into the water and miraculously doesn't hit Jay and then shoots yeah. it in the head again. It's worth noting that he managed to not hit Jay, but he did hit Yara. Oh, yeah. And we just, like, she's casually in the background, like, bleeding out as everybody else is like, we did it. We saved the day. She's like, guys, I'm I'm losing a lot of blood. She falls over <laughs> so dramatically whenever she gets shot. She was shot! But she didn't have to fall over. She made it a thing. She gets shot. She's like, yeah. <laughs> she was shot. I think you're allowed to be dramatic. She didn't have to flail the way that she did on her way down. She could have just been she like. she did because her friends didn't give a fuck. She's got to get medical attention somehow. All she had to do was go, ah, I've been shot. But instead, she's just like, yeah. She just flails and she curls up into the fetal position. That I understand because nobody is paying attention to her. They're like, oh, my God, Jay, are you okay? Jay just got a little grip marks on her leg, and her leg was already bruised. But yeah, Yara straight up got shot. Can the other, uh, so she can see, we're back to the urine question now, because she can see the blood in the pool, and everybody else can't. Who? Jay. Yeah. But the blood should be real, but they're not seeing the blood. But like... Is it there? Is it not? That brings us back to the pee in the kitchen. Will the pee actually be there, but nobody can see it besides Jay? Mm -hmm. I think so. So when her mom slips, like she's slipping on what she thinks is dry, but she like she's like something smells weird. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think the blood is in the pool. Nobody can see it though. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh, Jay and Paul have awkward sex in a den. Paul finally gets what he wants. I, Paul, I don't think Paul really cares. I think he really just like saw his opportunity to have sex with Jay and then took it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I think and then he's she's like, "I don't feel any different." And yeah, he's like, oh, oh uh, yeah, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that he genuinely cares for her, and I think that he wants to like actually be with her. But I still think it's weird that he's like, "Please have sex with me." Like, I'm totally doing this just for your benefit. Uh, yeah, because that's, mm, yeah, that's a little like, nice guy logic there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's hinted that maybe Paul goes to a sex worker? Because, I mean, he drives right by them. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that's their plan. It's a good plan because, I mean, if you're going to have, if you're going to spread it to somebody, spread it to somebody whose job is sex. Yeah. Sees people multiple times a day. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then after that, 
it just cuts back to Jay they, and Paul. They do visit Yara in the hospital. Oh, yeah. They haven't completely forgotten about her. Yeah, I don't, but the, I get the energy that they don't really want to be there. Yara's just there reading on her seashell yeah, they're like, book phone. That's, they're just waiting for her to finish the Iliad so they don't have to hear her read passages all the time. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Like she Ever since she got the seashell Kindle, like she's been really annoying, and they're like, how do we talk to Yara about this? What? Maybe they were, maybe part of their plan at the pool was they were going to try and throw her book thing. And I I think that that is true. And <laughs> You're like, this is, this is like, I know we have to deal with this thing that's trying to kill Jay, but this is also a really good opportunity to take care of this. Like after they, Paul just sprays into the pool with a gun, he shoots the phone. It's like, oh my God, it shot the phone. That's what he was aiming for when he hit Yara. Yeah. He's like, okay, <laughs> here's my chance. <laughs> And instead just shot her. And then we cut to Jay and Paul. They're holding hands, walking down the sidewalk. I guess that they're a thing now. I don't fucking know. She's wearing her date dress from the beginning. I don't... I I just don't know. Is it a pity? I I get pity vibes. I think in Jay's mind, she's like, okay, he did this for me. I'm going to at least just... I'll hold his hand. And then... Got to find a way to, like, awkward, like, not so harshly break it off with him yeah and paul's like all right so how am i gonna propose yeah he's like i've got the ring i'm <laughs> yeah. ready for it. i gotta wait for her cast to come off because it you know yeah it doesn't look good but <laughs> not, um, yeah yeah but then in the background like it cuts them you don't see anybody behind them and then it cuts back to behind them and then you see somebody walking behind them yeah and you just don't know yeah, I think that that is, a, if you want my personal opinion, because in the previous shot, nothing was there, and then all of a sudden it just appears, and it's just walking, and it has the same slow walk. I think that that, I think the thing could have presumably caught up to the sex worker. The sex worker could have thought it's a customer, and, and it just then, killed the sex yeah. worker on the spot, and then caught up to Paul. Could have sexed her to death. Probably did. It's like, oh my god, okay. Wow, you haven't even paid me yet. Okay, okay. Question though. Yeah. So if it's back to Paul, and Paul and Jay are kind of a thing right now, mm-hmm. if they continue to have sex in their relationship, is it just going to bounce back and forth between the two of them? See, that's an interesting thing. I feel like David, uh, what the fuck is his name? David <laughs> Robert Mitchell. Uh, he probably has the answer to he that. He probably does. If we're speculating, I don't think so. I think that once you get it, you can't pass it back to that person because okay. they already have it. Okay. Kind of. Like, it has to be somebody new. Okay. It's like, you can't give somebody an SCD again. You know? I mean, if you already have it. Okay. So. All right. All right. But yeah, so that's how the movie ends. Super ambiguous ending. Super ambiguous all the way through. There are a lot of rules that um, I don't know what they are. I I, like that he keeps them a mystery that we don't know. Yeah, I really like that I appreciate that. And it is fun to like ponder it. Normally, normally, like this would be us like annoyed at these weird loopholes or whatever that could possibly exist. But Mm -hmm. I think it's more like it's really well done keeping it ambiguous but concrete enough that we're not like backing ourselves into a corner with anything. Yeah. Everything is mildly plausible. See, this movie is super fun to speculate because yeah. clearly they know what is like happening. 
the person that made this knows what's up. They're not just making these rules and being like, oh, I mean, I guess I don't know what would have happened if, you know, they would have just had sex with each other back and forth. I think that they have the answer. I think knowing that is interesting, but I think it's just fun to speculate because, you know, we just, we don't know, but it's just interesting to talk about. Yeah. And, you know, that's actually, I'm going to bump this up to a 10 because this movie, it has like those, like, just that, it's just fun to talk about and just kind of think on. It's a fun one to just kind of think about. I mean, the subject is kind of dark at times, but... I think that's important for a movie sometimes. I think that a movie is allowed to have that darkness to it, and I don't think that it does anything in poor taste. I don't think it does. I just it it's a bummer vibe for me sometimes. So yeah. I'm keeping I'm keeping my score the same. Seven nine point seven five. Yeah, so we went up to a nine point eight seven five. I fully did not expect to give this movie a ten. Like <laughs> I like this movie a lot, but I just never really thought that I would give it a ten. But I can't think of anything that I would fault it on. Like just something chasing you, something as simple as that, that does it for me. I think and I'd maybe have like one or two fewer scenes of them in a car. That's fair. Yeah, that would be my one change. Your one change? Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to fault it for its topic and subject matter. I think it is uh, the appropriate tone for it. Yeah. So just because I don't find it to be, you know, a fun little jaunty movie, like yeah, it, it does what it does effectively. I just like... One or two fewer car scenes. Do we have a dream sequel? Yeah. Um, the public attack. We oh, already yeah. outlined all that at the beginning. Okay. So basically just more of the same. Yeah. So it could have, I, and I would like for it to be ambiguous that if it's been passed on and this is like Paul yeah, and. None of the same characters from the original. Yeah, exactly. Anthology style almost. Yeah. I want it to be, you either don't know if Paul and Jay uh, pass it on successfully and it's on like a new batch of people or but if it already got them and it's on the people that I pass it on before I want to see them as the it. Like that's the only appearance yes. I want for them. I like that idea. I like that idea a lot. And I think that honestly, if they did want to do a sequel, I think that it could be done that way. Just don't explain anything else. But yeah. honestly, if you want my real opinion, don't touch it. This movie, is it needs to be standalone. Um... So, Talia was, uh, she was watching the screen. She looked a little suspicious about it. I think she got scared a couple she times. She did get scared a couple times. Um, at 13 minutes and three seconds, she farted and immediately ran to the door. <laughs> yeah, she, that was, that scared me because I was like, oh my God, she's about to poop. She went to the door and hit the button. She hit the chuck, got to go poop button. She, needed she was like, to I need something. to go now. This and is urgent. It smelled bad, man. She is not a five-year-old that can just shit herself wherever she wants. No, we constantly bring up the part, like the time that she shit the couch in her sleep. We she talk about so it all the time. She is. And she I'm sorry so that we're talking about this on the podcast, puppy, but... You know, it's it's a funny story. So, uh, what do you think that she gives it? Um, I think she gives it an eight. That's what I would think. Yeah, I think that she she thought it was scary, but she didn't like the poop comments. No, no, she was like, "That's that's pretty rude." Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Zoe started off in the kitchen. She was playing with her Lucy, uh, Victory, 
But then she did come cuddle on the couch um, for a lot of the movie. It's like on and off. Yeah. She left after I realized I wrote leg leg and laughed. And she mm. was like, I was trying to cuddle and watch this movie, but I'm over it. And she left after that. So she's like, I'd say she was here for half of it. So we'll that's call enough. that a yes. Yeah. yeah. That's our threshold is if she watches half the movie, it counts. Because yeah. that's a long time for a cat to be alert and paying attention to something. That's true. Okay. All right. So. On to the reviews. Okay. So, I've got one pulled up here. Obviously, I knew that you liked it, so, and I knew that I liked it. So, I went to IMDb and I got a user review. It says, it's rated 1 out of 10. Oh, damn. If you are looking for a horror movie, don't watch. They have that all capitalized and exclamation. Oh, wow. This movie is about kids just going around having sex to pass on a ghost that no one knows where it comes from or how to get it of <laughs> off, I guess. Probably. How to get it off? I don't know. It sounds like they're just talking about sex. There is no real story to this. Also, these kids are teenagers and there's no parents around ever. The movie never takes off. It's slow and boring. There's no scary parts unless you are 10 and get scared with a ghost that takes weeks to get to get you. The plot is poor. There's no real dialogue. I could have been watching a good movie with a good ending that didn't leave you hanging the way this one did. Worst two hours of my life. I can't even laugh at this movie because there's not enough interaction or dialogue between the actors. It was a bad movie, although the acting was somewhat okay. Didn't you just say that the acting was bad? Um, But since I didn't like the whole dialogue of the movie and their interactions, I can't really say much about their acting. I'm trying to be nice here, but seriously, watch something else. Look, I get it. If you don't like slow burns, um, those are definitely types of things a lot of people don't like. Uh, and some people, you know, we talked about the whole not wanting an origin. I'm sure there are people out there that want an origin. They like to have the answers. Again, that's how scientists are made. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. Like different strokes for different folks. I think those are honestly valid criticisms. And I'll even give them to them on the dialogue because I couldn't even think of like there's not really an iconic quote from this movie. No, there isn't. So, I mean, other than don't let it touch you. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, yeah, it's not really. I don't know. See, the thing is, I think I think it's fine to not like this movie, and I get that it might not be for you, but to say it's bad and not scary is wrong because I, it's, it's subjective. Yeah, here's the thing. I think if you say, I didn't enjoy this movie, I didn't find it scary, I gave it this rating because of all these reasons, that's one thing. Where I take issue is where it says, do not watch this movie, because like... Let people be uh, the judge yeah. of themselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I find their opinion valid. I do not like that they added telling other people what to do yeah like you're not the gatekeeper of horror you don't define what is scary and what isn't like yeah other people I, have their own opinions last night i knew fully what was coming at that whole scene with the break-in and everything and mm-hmm. then the yara peeing and then the tall guy like yeah i fully knew what to expect with both those moments and i still went <gasps> yeah it's still it, creepy it, yeah it's effective yeah like we're watching it daylight lights on and it's still like ooh, uncomfortable yeah. All right, well, listener reviews, we kind of really had a short time frame with this. I didn't, it was poor yeah. insight on our part. I just posted this like a couple of hours ago. Yeah. So I've only got Sorry. one review so far. Okay. I don't know, maybe we can add these in later. Maybe, maybe not. we can just like retweet or share or whatever. Okay, yeah. We'll, we'll do it that way. All right, we're going to get to a point where we can't necessarily, because we there are some movies that we get a ton of reviews for. At some point, we're just going to have to be like, yeah. can't read them all, we'll do yeah. our best. 
Uh, well, this one's short and sweet. Cats from Creepy Girly on Instagram. Okay. All she says is, amazing, hard eyes. I do think it's a good movie. I think it's amazing. I mean, it, it just kind of hits on those primal fears for me. Yeah, definitely. That's it for the episode. That's it for the episode. Uh, follow us on social media. Least Favorite Scary Movie Podcast on Instagram. Least Favorite Pod on Twitter. Something on TikTok. Uh, we've got a website, which is leastfavoritescarymovie.com, and we've got an email address, leastfavoritescarymovie at gmail.com. Yep. Um, next week, we have To Be or Not To Be bonus episode coming out on Sunday. Yeah, three days from now. Yes. Uh, that will be Trav's pick. Yeah. So, I don't know. What, I mean, we pick those day of, so we don't really yeah. know. So. Yeah. Um, no more bloody murder. That was back-to-back bloody murders, although... It was a fun little trip down Bloody Murder Lane. Yeah. I think. Yeah, that one was just kind of a. I mean, it made sense. It was it sequel worked. month. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we have our September schedule. And I honestly didn't realize that this was the last movie of the month. So you don't August have your pick. Is, yeah, August has fucking flown by. Um, I think I do kind of have my pick because it's one I've been th- threatening you with for a while. Oh, <laughs> um, really? Are, are you willing to say it now or do you yeah. want to wait? Um. I'll say it now, and I'll read where it's currently available, but since we're about to have a switchover for the month, you know, your yeah, experience you know, it's may always, vary. Yeah, it's always, yeah. But I, I think, I think we're going to, I think we're going to do Mayhem. I think it's time. <gasps> Ooh, yeah. I think yeah. it's time. Threatening is not necessarily <laughs> the right threatening term. Threatening you with a good time. Yes, that is, because oh, that's a fun movie. It's on Tubi right now. Oh, it is? Yeah, so for freezies, you can watch it on Tubi. It's also on Shudder right now. Daddy, Daddy Shudder. That's a Shudder exclusive. That one actually, if you are interested, they have the commentary on there too. On Shudder. Really? Yeah, we should watch that We version. can watch the commentary and um, it's a Joe Bob. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Too. Yeah, so, yeah it's, it's so much fun. It's so much fucking fun. Mm. I love this movie. Um, yeah, so if you're a fan of corporate horror or you have an office job... I recommend it. Or if you've been at all aware of the Panini for the past two years. Um, yes, it's this, very. This, I mean, and we saw it before. Like, we saw it pre-COVID, and it was still a fantastic movie. It hits differently now. But... Yeah, it, it truly does. <laughs> um, but you can also rent it on Sling TV, YouTube TV, YouTube, Google Play, Vudu, or um, like Prime Premium. That's Prime with the AMC plus edition because amc plus and shutter and no, mm. i don't know that's weird we have shutter like directly because that's the only way you can get like the live episodes like last drive-in i have amc plus currently because of better call Saul, but now that's ended and i've already canceled the subscription okay. did you watch the last episode i did you, you got through it i did was it good yes it was okay. very good okay so if any any better call Saul fans out there hit me up I will talk about it with you. Yeah, I've heard bits and pieces. It's an ongoing battle in our house because I think Travis is finally about giving up on saying I need to watch Breaking Bad first all the way through. I've watched Breaking Bad. You watched the end. I've watched the beginning and the end. The middle was dragging. No, the middle was incredible. Actually, it was the beginning that was dragging. The I got bit, through. I get the beginning I got through dragging. two and a half seasons, and I was like, I can't anymore. And you're like, it's about to get so good. And I'm like, I've been through two and a half seasons. This is half the show, Travis. And then you kept watching it, and Look, then I tuned in for season five. That was fun. Season two, season one and two, we're just ending the episode with a little Breaking Bad <laughs> rant here, and I'm totally okay with this. But season one and two, I get how that can be slow. 
season three on, shit ramps up and is pretty much gripping from well, start to finish. Where are you at in your rewatch right now? Because I just, I walk, when I woke up this morning, you were at the part where Meth Damon shoots the kid. I'm halfway through the last season. Okay. So you've seen all okay. this. This is all from where we are on Breaking Bad, where I'm at right now on Breaking Bad on my rewatch. Isn't he a Nazi or like a white supremacist? Isn't like yeah. that whole like group that he's with? Because we watched the um, the Cadillac movie. Uh, What's it called? El Camino. El Camino. <laughs> yeah. The Cadillac movie. Yeah. No, um, his dad or his uncle is uh, the head of a white supremacist group and cool. he's a part of it too. Todd is an interesting character. Yeah. He's a fucking psycho. I don't necessarily think that he... I mean, he's a white supremacist, but I don't think he is to the degree that his uncle is. I mean, white supremacy is white supremacy. It is. I get what I... Todd is psychologically fucked up, and I just don't think that he is 100% sure about himself. I think Jesse Plemons is a great actor. That was my introduction to Jesse Plemons, and And Jesse Plemons is incredible. The next time we saw him... And it was this movie keeps coming up for us and we keep not watching it, but game night. Yeah. And we're watching the movie and you go, in the theater, you like, contain yourself. You're like, that's Meth Damon. That's Todd. <laughs> I'm Todd. <laughs> I'm Todd. <laughs> All right. With that, we'll end this episode. All right. So watch Mayhem. Shit's fun. We'll catch you guys next week. Um, be on the lookout for Bloody Murder. Or not Bloody Murder. Uh, to, to be, be or, or not to be. Sorry, so used to be in Bloody Murder. Um, yeah, to be or not to be this weekend. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, half of our to be or not to be episodes have it's been Bloody, Bloody Murder. Murder. Yeah. <laughs> and it could be because there's a spinoff too. Spin-off. It's not going to be. Trust me, it's not. <laughs> yeah, no, I was very, my feelings were very hurt by Bloody Murder too. So I don't think I'm going to pick the spinoff either. Okay, cool. So, All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, she was chewing. Okay, sorry. Um,